We're so grateful, Lord, for the jobs you give us, Lord, the abilities that you give us, Father, the opportunities that you've given us, Lord. You're a constant provider, Lord. And we thank you, Lord. We ask that you bless all my brothers and sisters here in the hearts that you've given them, Lord, to be able to give, Lord. And we ask that you just bless these tithes and these offerings, uh, that they be multiplied, Lord, that they continue to give us a place here to worship, to praise you, Lord, and to receive from you, Father. We're so grateful for this place that you've given us. I ask, Father, that uh, that you remove any uh, distraction, Lord, right now as the word of God is coming, Lord, um, and that we don't take for granted uh, you speaking to us, Lord, uh, as it's something that's unknown for God to bring a word, bring a message to us directly, Lord. We're so grateful, Lord, for all this, and we ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless everyone, brothers and sisters. Y'all may be seated. God bless the group this evening. Got some brothers and sisters that are not feeling well. Allergies has been pretty bad. Let's keep Brother Manuel uh, in prayer, too. Uh, sounds like he has an appointment tomorrow, right, sister? Praying for him. and It's good to hear him Sunday. Miss my brother Manuel there and miss that song. Hallelujah. Anyhow, amen. Praise the Lord. God bless everyone, brother and sister. God bless the classes this uh, evening. Siempre se siente, hermanos, cuando algo está diferente, amén. Se puede sentir el Espíritu... Uh, se puede sentir y ojalá que mi hermano cobra ánimo, amén. Y que siga adelante, amén, con ánimo. Uh, a veces uh, los cantos que cantamos nosotros vienen para atrás y los predica a nosotros. That's what happens as a singer. Sometimes these songs will come back and they haunt you. They remind you. Uh, I remember when we were going through something. Uh, Yo sé que Cristo abre camino para mí. Y si yo vivo en santidad, hago bien y dejo el mal. Yo sé que Cristo abre camino. And I needed him to open up a, you know, a road for us. We needed him to open up a road for us, and that song became real. It became real. You know, when, that, when, when, when God starts ministering to you, praise God for that. Cuando los cantos se ponen real en tu vida, hermanos, porque... Um, se siente algo, Dios te está hablando, está confirmando, confirming, confirmando algo, amen. God's confirming something sometimes through the worship and the, and the praise, amen. Well, praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. The title of, uh, of tonight's uh, message is uh, Don't Hold Me Back. El título, hermanos, del de mensaje esta noche es No Me Detengas. Uh, se puede pensar en muchas maneras uh, oyendo eso. Um, pero yo, vamos a hablar de diferentes cosas, pero a veces uh, es importante entenderlo um, en diferentes uh, pensamientos. Uno, uno es uh, la oportunidad que Dios tiene en trabajar en ti, que tú te estás deteniendo. Otro es uh, oportunidades que, que Dios quiere trabajar en tu casa. Hay un, algo que te está deteniendo que Dios trabaja en tu casa. 
Hay muchas cosas que podemos, que, que puedes poner en esta manera de decir este dicho. A veces pues, podemos estar orando y pidiendo a Dios uh, que, que trabaja en, en nuestro um, esposo o esposa, uh, en nuestra familia y hijos, pero somos nosotros que estamos deteniendo cosas. You know, brothers and sisters, we, you know, we could take this in a lot of different ways. Don't hold me back. And uh, we, take, we can take it personally, but sometimes we hold ourselves back. Amen. Sometimes we hold ourselves back. Come on now. You can start breaking that spirit real quickly just by saying amen. Amen. You know, but sometimes we do. Sometimes we hold ourselves back. Sometimes we hold uh, a, a home situation back. Well, I don't know why, you know, he or she isn't motivated for the things of God. Sometimes we're the ones holding them back from that he or she to, to be that. Sometimes our kids, too, in situations. As we've mentioned before, and we looked at certain things um, where it has to be real in us or even have a shot to be real in them. Something has to be seen in us before we can have a desire for it to be seen in them. How fair is that for us to want things from We need to examine ourselves, amen? God's awesome, isn't he? God could heal a lot of broken hearts right now. God can heal a lot of situations. God could heal, you know, circumstances, you know, as we've been praying and our focus has been on a lot of other people where God's like, hey, don't hold yourself back. I'm talking to you right now. A veces, hermanos, estamos bien listos para trabajar en todo el mundo y componer todo nuestro mundo. Pero Dios te quiere componer a ti. You know, and, you know, sometimes uh, we don't give the opportunity for God to, to, to show something in someone. You know, there, there, you know, there could be situations in homes and, um, uh, where uh, there should be leadership in men. There should be a leadership, a spiritual leadership in men, but uh, we're not giving that opportunity for that. We're not cultivating that. Maybe that's not being cultivated. For whatever reason, if it's just breaking of the spirit, distractions that aren't, you know, um, spiritual or aren't feeding that spirit. You can't just expect somebody to come out, you know, a certain way if you knew that that wasn't the case, but you can definitely help cultivate something. Sometimes we don't understand any things. We say, ah, it's just the way it is. And that's the way, that's not the way God works. God isn't the God of that's just the way it is. It's not like that. Again, sometimes it's us that's in the way. It's us that's holding it back. And it's powerful when you can start to say, hey, God, I want to be part of the solution. I want to be part of the support. And this is in all factors. And it's powerful, brothers and sisters, when we can come with the spirit and an understanding saying, God, I want to be used. I want to be part of the change, of what's positive. Because we can only fake it so long. Some people think they can fake it till they make it, but some, that's, sometimes it's just something that's not real. There's, re there's times that we have to be real with ourselves and say, hey, right now I'm broken, right now I'm this, because I'm too busy, de depressed and discouraged by what's around me that I'm not fixing what's in me. Amen? You know, there's, there's excuses that a lot of people will use in life. 
through addictions and 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 problems that will come that that will handicap themselves to what's not real, what's not reality. And we got to allow that spirit of God to reach the things that need to be fixed, the things that need to be taken care of. As I mentioned, um, God will meet you there at that place. You know where that place is. You know where, where, where God needs to meet you at. Sometimes it's, uh, it's damage from a childhood. Sometimes it's damage from uh, something that's happened. Like I said, it's something that's related to this world, something that's uh, an experience that you've had in your life, and, and it's, it's, it's created what we are today. And what we are today is a lot of different things. Yes, we might not be in the bars anymore. Yes, we might not be sitting openly, but there's still something that's holding us back. What's holding you back? What a question to ask ourselves, amen. Like I said, we can't, you know, we, we, see, we see the religious side of, of the belief in Christ. What is the religious side of the belief in Christ? We walked with Christ. We saw him do the miracles. We heard the messages, but yet when he was hanging on the cross, we couldn't believe that that happened. Fear came over us. And what happened? He found us going back to doing what we were doing before. Can that happen? Can that repeat itself with us? Yes, it absolutely can. So we have to constantly be wanting to see him more and more, understand him more and more in our lives. Hermanos, muchas veces estamos en un posición donde estamos en la iglesia, ya, ya no estamos en, uh, en las cantinas, o ya no estamos uh, uh, con adicciones, pero todavía estamos sufriendo de algo, estamos, todavía se está deteniendo algo dentro de nosotros, un dolor que debemos pedir al Señor que, que, que podamos estar juntos en esta parte en nuestras vidas, que Él puede sanarlos, cambiar algo dentro de nosotros. Se puede, se puede ver el dolor, hermano. Se puede ver el rebelión. ¿Sabes cómo lo puedes ver? You know how you can see the, the rebelliousness? You know how you can see the hurt? Is when you're still doing things through the years and you don't understand why. It's because it's still there. That's why. This is where we have to Acknowledge it and say, okay, God, I want you to meet me there, and let's figure it out. Let's figure it out together, God. How many have that desire to figure it out together with God? We have the power. We have the power to leave something behind that's precious, an example behind of change. Amen? It's not easy. It's not easy. Uh, Brother Lorenzo and I were talking about, you know, the, the changes that we saw in our father. We saw them up close. My mother saw them even closer than we did. It was a battle. The old man wanted to come out. Praise the Lord. Because he fought. He kept on fighting. What a great example for me to keep on fighting. Even though you're going to fall down, even though things are going to happen, get up and keep on fighting. It's not going to be perfect. But we are serving the perfect one. If we turn to John 16.33, si voltamos hermanos para Juan, this is 6.33, 33. Estas cosas os he hablado para que en mí tengáis paz. En el mundo tendréis aflicción, más confiar, confiar. Yo he 
vencido al mundo. These things I have spoken unto you, Christ said, that in me ye might have peace. In the world you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcame the world, he said. You see, brothers and sisters, Christ was kind of telling us here, look, there's going to come a point in your life where you're going to be discouraged by this world, where you're going to have questions about this world. You're going to wonder why this world was the world that you lived in. It damaged you. He knew this. He could see it back then at a scale, but now it's at a tremendous scale. But he wanted to let us know that in him we were going to find something. In him we were going to find something. You're not going to find this stuff thinking the way you've tried before in the past or things that you've done in the past. You're not going to find this stuff like that. You're going to find the same situation. It's going to be years later, and you'll still be in the same situation. We'll start to justify it by saying, well, just that's the way my mom is. That's the way her mom was. That's the way my dad was. That's the way his dad was. Well, that's not the way it needs to be. Because we serve a God that breaks generational curses. Hermanos, muchas veces ya tenemos una excusa, pero aquí dice Dios que este mundo no te va a tratar bien. No tiene nada este mundo para ti. En mí vas a hallar algo. Es que es la cosa que no entendemos nosotros a veces, hermanos, es que estamos viviendo en el mundo y cosas van bien. Creemos que el mundo está, 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 está trayendo eso, pero no es el mundo. Es Cristo. Es el amor que Él tiene para nosotros. El misericordia que Él tiene para nosotros. A veces no estamos viviendo firme, a veces no estamos viviendo exactamente como dice la palabra de Dios. Y todavía cosas pasan en nuestras vidas, todavía tiene misericordia, pero que no los acostumbramos que va a ser siempre así. Está dando oportunidad. You know, sometimes we, it's the advantage game. You, you think you're smooth. You think you're smooth. I remember that I was talking about the testimony with Gabriel, and I was having a conversation with him, and I stopped talking to him, and I started talking to what was in him. I said, I want to talk to what's in you right now. Because you think you're smooth. You think, you, you think you're, oh, I can, you know, I can make it work like this. I've been smooth. I can deceive, and I'm all this. You have no idea when you fall into the hands of a living God. And don't you ever mistake in mercy for weakness. We think we can just win people with our words. But God wants action. God looks for fruits. And when there's not action, when there's not fruits, there's death. But don't get so scared because we serve a God that gives life. A God that can restore, rehabilitate us. And we've seen it. We've seen it. It excites us. See, people don't understand. They're like, wow, what's this crazy talk? You know, people are listening, watching right now. What's this crazy talk right here about being, about having life again? But life comes in ways that you can't imagine. You haven't experienced life yet. I thought I had experienced life. We thought we had experienced life. But when you meet life, 
<laughs> That's when you experience life. Praise God for that. Amen. 2 Corinthians 4, 8. 2 Corinthians, hermanos, 4, 8. Estando atribulados en todo, mas no angustiados. En apuros, mas no desesperamos. Desesperamos. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Now listen to this, brothers and sisters. You see, there's a difference because there's people that don't have Jesus in their lives, and, and that's the world. That's the way the world works. When you don't have Christ in the center, then all these things are the factors. You, you, you don't have a solution. You are uh, troubled on every side. You are stressed. Come on now. How many of us remember being troubled on every side? Not a solution, not an answer when Christ wasn't in our lives. Now Christ comes in our lives. He's the center of our lives, and we find ourselves in, in, in not being the way we used to be. That's when you start to know God's working. When you put away anxieties, when you put away your, your voice of always talking about being worried, 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 worried. What am I going to do? How am I going to do that? I got to get here. I got to do this. I'm going to have to fix this. I got to get this done. I got to get this done. All these distractions that come in our lives from seeing what God's trying to show us and how God's trying to work in us. Verse 9 says, Perseguidos, mas no desamparados. Abatidos, Mas no perecemos. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. You see, you look at your life and you look at examples and you look at things. Now, there, there's different situations. There's situations where people just choose to live a life and didn't experience anything. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy when you, you, you didn't experience anything? You can't look back and you can't think of things that happened to you, and yet you still choose? You know, it's the example that we see, you know, uh, in the Bible where Christ says how he raised us. He raised us to a point we didn't even realize who our mom was anymore. Christ raised us, found us on the side, aborted, left there. Imagine that. It's, it's very vivid how it says it's too still, bloody, still with your umbilical cord. It says it found you. He said, I saw you there. Left there for dead. He goes, but I picked you up and I took you back and I raised you. But listen to that. I raised you. I clothed you. I, 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 I took care of you. And one day I saw that you could be my wife. But you chose your mother. That left you. You chose her ways. What is that saying? He's talking to Israel. He says, Oh, Israel, you've picked what wanted to kill you, what wanted to forget you over what raised you and loved you. Because that's how deceptive the heart is, that's how deceitful it is. But when we start to understand that, that sometimes we're holding ourselves back with our thoughts, 
with the way we see stuff, the way we believe stuff. We're holding ourselves back. And then we, it, it branches itself out because it starts with us. It starts with us. It always starts with us. And then it branches out to starting to hold others back. Let's, let's, let's regroup that. It starts with holding ourselves back, and then we start to wear on other people. Comienza con nosotros, hermanos. Comienza deteniendo. Nosotros estamos deteniendo a nuestro andar con Cristo. Pero comienza ahí, pero sigue con otros. Comenzamos a detener otros. ¿Por qué? Porque no queremos trabajar en nosotros. So, comienza con otros. Todos estos años que ha ido para la iglesia, mi familia sabe que esto, que esto, que esto, pero todavía hay algo que está deteniendo cosas. Es nuestra responsabilidad, hay algo a buscarlo. It's important for us to, to look at it differently and say, hmm, I haven't thought about this way. I always just thought it was them, but it's me. And this is what it is in me because I see it, because God reveals it. Isn't it amazing when God reveals it after even years? You're like, man, I'm hurt. Why do I, why do I hurt people? Because I'm hurt. That's why. Famous saying, right? Hurt people hurt people. But we're here with the healer. We're here with the God that embraces us and and it's crazy you know you know uh, I, I always think about situations and experiences that i've had in the past and how christ you know you know christ will embrace you in your worst i mean look at it you think i'm lying on this stuff the word of god like i said you go to a woman that's you know uh thirsty and you know how the term thirsty is these days uh-oh maybe some of y'all don't know what that means she was a woman that you know, needed to be with multiple men to take care of herself. And, and look at this. And Jesus didn't just say, oh, and it was, she wasn't even, she wasn't even uh, Israeli. She wasn't even Jewish. There was already a difficulty there. She was a Samaritan. There's already, that's a double whammy. Not living in the right life and not the right type of people, a people that they battled with. But yet, Jesus extends himself and wants to talk, have a conversation with her and identifies. And see, there's sometimes that we are in that situation and we want to hide things from God. And God's like, look, look. He starts explaining to you what you are. He starts explaining to her what she is. And then it started with getting me a drink, right? Can you get me a drink? And ending with, if you understood who asked you, you would have asked him and you would have never thirsted again. Look at that, look at that evolution there. Hermanos, el Señor, venemos con cosas, a veces eh, venemos a la iglesia con cosas, pasamos cosas en nuestra vida, no, no, no somos perfectos, tenemos cosas que... Todavía Dios está trabajando en nosotros. Adicciones a veces, hermanos. 
hay adicciones que puedes tener aquí. ¿Tú, tú crees que no creo que no, no ha experimentado, no ha visto eso en mi vida personalmente? Pero Dios sigue hablando, trabajando, queriendo algo de nosotros. You think I'm naive that there can't, you know, be an addiction? Or you don't think there was an addiction in my life at one time as God was working through it and pounding away and beating the stubbornness out of me? As he was having that conversation at the well with me, and frustrated because I put up all these little smoke screens. Well, well, you don't understand this. Well, I heard this and I know this. What are you showing me? You're broken, Jesus says. What are you trying to tell me about prophets? You're broken. Identify it that you're broken and stop holding yourself back. If we turn to Ephesians 4.14. Si voltamos, hermanos, para Efesios 4.14. Que ya no se, seamos niños fluctuantes y evados por doquiera de todo viento de doctrina. Por estratagema de hombres que para engañar emplean con astucia los artificios del, del error. Listen to this. Listen to this, brothers and sisters. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. You see, brothers and sisters, there's got to be a time in our lives where we can respond as an adult will respond. Not with a childish mindset, not with a way of just, ah, whatever, you know, I'll keep on living the way I'm living or doing what I'm doing. It's fine, it's fine. I'm okay. I made it this far. I know I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing well right now. I know, I know I don't do well sometimes, but I'm surviving. We got to get to a point where we start to use logic and start to say, things aren't changing. Things are still the same. Years have passed, and I'm still with this. And then you, it really hits you when you start to look around, and you're like, man, I'm holding people back. ¿Qué cosa, hermanos, que como, como, no podemos hacer como niños que, que no estamos a culpables y, y seguimos haciendo algo sin, um, sin una acción de cambiar o algo? Necesitamos a, a, a ser lógicos y entender que a veces cosas no se van a cambiar si no cambiamos la cosa. There's something powerful in that. There's something powerful that we have. Hay algo poderoso en eso, hermanos. Que cosas se pueden cambiar. Cadenas se pueden quebrar. Things can change. Chains can be broken. It don't matter what it is. Chains can be broken. 
This is this personal relationship with Christ. And, and when you when you ask God and you start to, I tell you, it's it's kind of spooky. I'm going to just warn you before you do it. When you ask God, hey, God, I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen the testimony. You know, I saw a hungover person on a, on a Sunday before the Cowboys played talking to a TV. You just talk to God and you're going to see a response from him. This is true. This is, this is real. I want to experiment. I want to experiment this. That's what God's looking for is for a heart that's willing to change. A heart that's willing to say, I, I do, I do. I need this. And when that happens, see, that's a beautiful stage. That's a stage. It's a stage. It's a stage. Now the process begins. Now the purification process. Now the healing begins. Now, now major mountains can start to start to be worked in your life. Now things, but it's got to be true. Like I said, you think, you, you, I mean, you think we can hustle God? Man, you have no idea. You have no idea who he is. How he knows our hearts, how he knows how we're thinking. That's powerful about our God. Our God is not a pushover, amen. Hermanos, necesitan ser real. Nuestros corazones necesitan a querer cambiar, a querer el Señor en nuestras vidas. Ese momento cuando queremos eso, Él siente algo, se comienza a mover cosas. Y es una cosa terrible, hermanos, cuando comenzamos a hablarle a Dios. Yo quiero esto, Dios. Yo quiero que trabajes en mi vida, Señor. Yo quiero estar más cerca de ti. Yo quiero sentir la paz, Dios. Porque viene. Y a veces viene duro porque te habla a ti. Ok, si, si tú quieres que tu familia tiene estas cosas, comenzamos en ti. ¿Cómo? See, every desire that we have to have for our kids has to start in the desire that we have in Christ, first for us. Amen. Like I said, you know, one, one thing we got to make sure is that spiritually we're sound because that lighthouse has to be flashing when our kids are out there. They got to know where to come back. They got to know what to avoid, the rocks. They got to know where the port's at. And if it's dim, it's because we're too focused on the ships that are out there. It's got to be just focused on serving God and being that light on the hill. And, and as God has worked before in the past, he will do it again. And God's working right now. We can't even, we don't even know what he's doing right now, but he's working. Because God works when we don't notice anything happening. That's when God's working. Because it's not up to us to notice it. It's him doing something. I thank God for that, Amen. Because we all need that. We all that need. We all need that peace and assurance. How beautiful is that? That all this pain, all this burden that we have in us, that we know that God can be working. He's working it out. I, it, it, it doesn't make sense to many because many can't relate to the experience. But for the, us that have had that experience of God working on something, when we when we were being told by everybody that it's there ain't no chance. Ain't going to happen. No way. No way you'll change. Until that moment where you see the change. I thank God for that. Amen. Philippians uh, 4.12. Filipenses, hermanos, uh, 4.12. Amen. Se estar humillado y estar 
y, y sed y sed tener abundancia. En todo y por todo estoy enseñado, así para aturar como para hambre, así para tener abundancia como para padecer necesidad. 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 I know both how to be a best and I know how to be a bound. I know how to have things. And I know how not to have things. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and to suffer need. You, you, you know, Paul, Paul is, is giving us some good sound because sometimes we stay too much on the comfort that we got to remember where God took us from. Sometimes we get too comfortable. This is where we, we lose appreciation. This is, where, this is where things start to die down. When we forgot where we came from, we forgot where God took us from. I don't want to forget where God took me from. I don't want to forget where he's taking me to either. Me quiero olvidar, muchas veces nos olvidamos donde Dios los sacó de nosotros. ¿Por qué los olvidamos? Porque todavía tenemos problemas, todavía vienen cosas. Pero ¿eres el mismo persona que cuando Dios te halló? ¿Eres el mismo persona? Ojalá que no, no. Si no, ese es el, ya ese problema que estamos viendo ya, es que todavía no hemos cambiado. ¿Pero qué quitó Dios? ¿Qué te quitó? ¿Qué te quitó, hermanos? Porque te quitó algo. Pero a veces nos sentimos que todo, todo está poco bien. Y creemos que no tenemos necesidades, pero tenemos. La cosa que tenemos es que recordarnos que Dios es bueno, que Dios es fiel, que Dios hace cosas, que Dios lo va a hacer, que Dios te va a cambiar, Dios va a quitar, Dios va a, a enseñarte algo diferente. Cómo pensar diferente. Como digo, hermanos, hermanos, yo vi un hombre que tenía años, ya era viejo, ya tenía hijos de, que estaban afuera de la casa, que estaba, ya estaba dolorido. En relación que tuvo con su padre. ¿Has oído el testimonio del pastor? ¿Tú no crees que podemos tener eso ahorita en nuestras vidas? ¿Tú no crees que podemos tener personas que son ancianos que todavía están doloridos de algo? You know, brothers and sisters, this is where we got to understand that I saw a grown man that had kids out of the house and he was still hurting because of the relationship with his father. You heard pastor's testimony on that. The bitterness that he had in that. But God worked in him. He was a better man because God worked on him. You heard the stories. I love those stories. Like, hey, what you want for your birthday this year? Oh, don't get me nothing. Get it for your kids. All the kids are already grown. No, 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 no. You can see it. That's God. That's God working through something. What's he going to work through right now? Ese señor trabajando en algo, hermanos. No importa la edad. Yo estaba trabajando en una persona. ¿Por qué? 
Porque a veces esa cosa es la cosa que está deteniéndonos. Why is God working? Because sometimes that's the thing that's holding us back. Is that thing, is the hurt. I, I, I'm serious. We could all come here right now and put our hurt right here, and, and we think that our hurt outweighs other people's hurt. We have no idea. You have no idea, first of all. You can think it, but we really don't know it. It's like, you know, somebody will always have a greater ace, a greater move. We, we always feel that, right? That we, we got the worst story. You just heard my story. My story is horrible. Until you hear the other person's story, and you're like, whoa, okay. <laughs> but there's no greater story than a God meeting us one day. And when we felt we had no value, We felt we had nothing. He showed us that we were something and the love that he had for us. When we felt we had nothing, he made us feel we had a purpose for something. And we could see the transformation and the change. Podemos ver, hermanos, que Dios quería hacer algo en nuestras vidas. Amen. Seguimos leyendo aquí versículo 13. We keep on reading here verse 13. Amen. I, I, like, I like this, you know, because, you know, sometimes we like this verse right here. I todo lo puedo en Cristo que me fortalece. I can do all things in Christ and strengthen me. But look what he says right before that, right? You got to know how to suffer. You got to know how to have and not have. You got to know how to be full and be hungry. But at the end of everything, you can do all things in Christ. He's going to strengthen you. But we got to remind ourselves this, because why? We get so ambitious for something. We start to see ourselves differently in something. We want something because the eye's never satisfied. How many of us believe that the eye's never satisfied? We always want, right? Want, want, want. Until we look back and we see everything we lost in the want. Oh, man, you ain't ready for that. You ain't ready for that. No quieren oír esas cosas, que el ojo siempre no está satisfecho, hermanos. Siempre, no, no, siempre quiere más el ojo. Pero ese momento que podemos oír que está diciendo Pablo aquí que, que necesita aprender cómo tener y no tener. ¿Por qué? Porque en el no tener vamos a saber que tenemos, que todo lo podemos en Cristo. Pero si lo tienes todo, ¿lo tienes todo? No, we don't. And it's okay, because we do have it in him. The strength. Amen? That's the strength. We ain't tapping into that strength sometimes. Again, sometimes it's just, it's horrible, brothers and sisters, when, when, when we can't change, and like I said, we're holding back something. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible for all, in all situations. It's horrible. Your family suffers through it, but you suffer the most out of it. <clears throat> you think you've made your family suffer? You think you've, you know, and that was the only thing? You suffered through this process. You held yourself back through this process. But it can change. 
It can change. The moment you decide that it changes, it changes. The moment you declare it saying, hey, you know what? It's not going to be the same. I got a different perspective now. I I got a different strength now. Yes, Christ, I've been with you. I've been walking with you and stuff like that. But you know what? I really didn't know you, Christ. All this time I've been walking with you. All this time I had been even touching your arms and stuff like that. It was we were walking. I wasn't pulling anything out of you, no power out of you. Why? Because every time I was walking and though you were doing healings and miracles and though you were talking about the resurrection and though you were talking about things that I couldn't comprehend. I was too busy thinking about me and my needs. Not thinking that they were going to beat you to where you were not even recognized. And I missed that. Because I was thinking too much on what happened to me. As I was walking with you and seeing you heal people had a desire of that and it could have happened at any time because I was with you. And what had to have been the hardest thing for Jesus, you know? You know, we see the verse where it says Jesus wept, right? Lazarus, right? Jesus wept and all that stuff. And we, But it had to have been pretty hard to be with people and see the excitement around a fire, breaking bread with them, all this stuff, and then coming back and seeing them the same. It has to be hard, and it's hard for him to this day. When he sees us and he says, hey, it could be different, it could be different, it could be different, it can be healed. It's got to be different in us. I tell you, this isn't the Word of God so amazing how the Word of God works? I mean, God gives us an example through the disciples in our lives, the things that we struggle with. Yes, we're here. Yes, it's great. This is the first steps is to get to this place. It's the first steps to believe. But also the next steps are to start to ask for understanding and want to change and, 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 and let go of things and, and, and start to become a new creature for the things of God. Sí, hermanos, es importante estar aquí. Sí, hermanos, es importante oír la palabra de Dios. Pero sí, estando como los discípulos y andando con Dios, viendo todos los milagros, viendo lo que hizo Dios, y tú teniendo algo que te estaba deteniendo, que, que no, te, no te iba a dejar a llegar al punto donde necesitabas a llegar con el Señor. Y viene para atrás y estamos en las mismas, mismas cosas. Por eso es importante clamar al Señor y decir, Señor, yo te necesito en mi vida. I need you, God, in my life. I've tried to do it myself. Yo, yo lo he probado, Señor, hacerlo, yo queriendo hacerlo yo solo, pero te necesito a ti, Dios. Yo no quiero ser como soy. Es triste cuando no miramos como somos, hermanos. It's sad when we don't see how we are. It's sad. Have you ever walked into the room? I'll share. My, my kids are like that. I'll walk into the room. I'm always like. We joke around a lot. We're actually like. Have you ever had that feeling, sister? No, have you ever had that? Had a rough day or whatever it is, and you're just stressed out a little bit. You know, the kids all know. I <laughs> And it's sad when you see that, isn't it? I've seen it. it. It humbles you a little bit, right? You feel like, man, you know, okay, okay, okay. 
It does. We want to get better. We want to be better. We, we, you might joke around with it. Oh, you're just like so-and-so. <laughs> There's no joking matter. We got to break free from some of these things. Hermanos, a veces es difícil, hermanos, porque estamos detenidos en cosas que, que es, how do you say, obvious, obvio, obvious, ¿cómo? Obvio, que, que somos uh, algo que, que hemos visto por años. Por eso me, me río de la historia de Timoteo. Ah, sí, en la iglesia, gloria a Dios, aleluya, pero cuando llegaste en la casa, demonia. Es cierto, hermanos. Muchachos, bien, diciéndole a la mamá, va como, no, 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 no comiences, como, cuando llegas a la casa, salen los cuernitos. ¿Es scary, brothers and sisters? Ay, And then, ram. Volando. <laughs> like, like an airplane, Brother Richard, you know, this is right here. <laughs> this is the wings right here at church, and then, then you're flying. <laughs> It's true, though. But the thing is, we recognize these things. Do we recognize these things? God, I'm hoping we recognize these things. I hope we're laughing because we're recognizing it. I hope we're just not laughing like, <laughs> poor them. Ojalá que lo estamos viendo, hermanos. El depresión, hermanos. El, el, uh, how do you say bitterness again in Spanish? Armagura, yeah. Amen, brother. Estas cosas por los años que, 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 que hemos traído de joven, hermano. Lo podemos dejar. Déjalo. And when you let it go, make sure nobody picks it up. Maybe walk back a little bit and say, no, pick it up. Hey, stay away from that carcass. And sometimes it gets picked up. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. God help us, amen. You start to see and you start to, as a parent, you start to evaluate, you start to say, oh, man, that's me. Oh, stubborn, bullheaded. That's his mom. Ah. But we start to see things, things that start to get revealed to us. We start to ask God, God, work. Help me, God. Help them see the change in me so there can be a change in them. Opportunity still, amen? It's got to be real, too. It can't be one of those manufactured trying to sell a condo to somebody. Your kids know that, just so you know that. Well, let me tell you about how good Jesus is and all this stuff. Well, you know what, Mom and Dad? Let me see it in you. Let me see you stand up. Let me see you. We can, we can sell it, right? We can sell it. Oh, you don't know what you're missing in Jesus. Jesus is so good. Well, you know, you're still struggling with these things, I see. But that moment that they don't see it, that moment that they see the beauty in Christ in us, whoo! Something powerful about that, amen? If we turn to Luke 10, 19. Si voltamos, hermanos, para Lucas 10, 19. He aquí os doy potestad de qué? De hoyar sobre las serpientes. 
y sobre los escorpiones, amén, escorpiones, y sobre toda fuerza del enemigo. Y nada os dañará. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. You see, that moment that we recognize and we give ourselves to something that's greater than us, there's an assurance that should come over our lives. Fear should not be holding you back. The confidence we have is that we have a God that has promised us that he's taking care of us. Even though stressful times come, and sometimes we go through them with our families, and, and I brought stress to my family in their life. I remember sitting there in the police office, and my dad's talking to the police then. As I got, you know, arrested and put in the back of a car, and they took me in, and I can't imagine what the thoughts are that my, my dad's thinking, right? I remember thinking I could, you know, I could somewhat hear them talking because I'm outside of the office and the guy's telling them stuff. Hey, he needs to come clean. He needs to say all this stuff. And I can imagine what my father's feeling. Where did I go wrong? He never needed anything. He didn't see what I saw. It stays with you, right? It motivates you. And, and I always tell people this because, you know, sometimes you have to have, we have to have conversations with people. You know, it used to bother me. My dad used to call me a liar all the time. Quit lying to me, Gabriel. Are you lying to me? Are you lying to me? Don't you lie to me, Gabriel. And it bothered me because I wasn't lying anymore. It bothered me. No, no, it's not funny, Mom. <laughs> it bothered me. Until God told me, were you a liar? Um, and he goes, live with the freedom, freedom of not lying anymore. And as soon as I had that freedom, when he would say, don't lie to me, and I wasn't like, I'm not lying, Dad. Jeez. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not. That's what the guy said. And I was free. And you know what? That went away. Because that's how God works. See, God's working through. And see, I had to identify that I was that. before God could work around me. See, brothers and sisters, God's powerful in how he, he does things. It's calculated. It's, it's ways that we can't understand. It's only ways that he does it. But it was a sentiment, right? It was a sentiment that the enemy was trying to use against me. Man, I'm doing all this stuff to try to be better, and yet he doesn't see it. And I'm having a conversation with God saying, hey, just keep on doing that. Because you were that. <laughs> Hello. So instead of holding myself back and just being sad and being like, I can't believe that. All these years I've been trying to do this. I remembered all the times I hurt people with that. And God worked with me again. But I don't want to hurt people anymore. It's different when you get hurt. 
It's different when that button gets pushed on you. Then all these memories come in saying, when I push that button. Oh, and it's going to happen. Oh, you better believe it. Oh, you better believe it. You think you're all scots free and that moment's going to come where you're going to feel it. And God knows exactly what a touch for the change. Ooh, powerful God, mighty God. Who can know your thoughts, Jesus? Who can know the way you are, Jesus? You're perfect in how you shape and you mold and you remove. Praise the Lord, amen. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain of the Lord. Listen, listen to this. You, if you want to hear success in people, you remove distractions by getting involved in God. You see, if you're still struggling and you're going through things and you've returned to some old things, get back engaged into the things of God because it's not in vain. There's always going to be a return. But if it's like, oh, we're doing something again or, oh, they're cleaning again or it's like, oh, I got to do this again. And our mind's always like, oh, I got something else to do. And we've lost an appreciation, but when it's not, and we're like constantly thinking like, you know, God, I want to do something. God, what can I do? What can I do? I'll broom the front of the steps of the church. Just want to do something for God. It's not in vain. But what happens, life happens, doesn't it? We get complacent, right? We, we don't find what it is to need anymore, right? We're full. So we're not coming for that anymore. We think we've already done our time in that stuff, and we've never completed that time because it's our calling to always do it, to have a desire for it. At some capacity, we can. What can I do? What can I do? God bless hermana, hermana Veronica. Hermana, esos pan de dulces me trajeron tanto gozo mi vida. Porque soy gordo. Pero... Un, un acto de amor, de pensando de gratitud. No sabemos. Porque a veces estás ahí, no sabiendo cosas. Lo estábamos riendo mi hermano ahorita, hermana. Mi hermano, ah, ¿qué, ¿qué tenemos aquí? ¿Qué tenemos aquí? Está bien pronto para. Te gusta el Cookie Monster. Pero es un acto. Dios bendiga a personas que tienen un corazón de ser así. Eso estoy hablando de que se necesita. I bless brothers and sisters that have that, that their hearts constantly thinking that way too. That's what I'm talking about too. But if it's not, if it's cold, if it's all about what I'm going through, my needs and stuff like this, how do we expect God to work for us if he can't even work in us? But that moment where it is and that moment we have a desire and that moment we're an appreciation, something that we have. That's when God starts to do it. But if it's always, you know, if we're in the spotlight always and we never put the spotlight on him or on others and show this brotherly love, the little little simple things, little things like that it, it, for all of us, and God bless those that are like that. There's a lot of brothers and sisters that are like that. 
There's a lot of brothers and sisters that you'll hear that they're doing something, helping out in some way or fashion, hearing somebody needed something and doing it. But if it ain't, if it ain't you that's doing that and you're not doing that, then you've got to ask yourself, is God living in me or am I living too much in me? Help me to serve. Help me to have a desire to serve. Amen. Isaiah 40, 28. Isaías, hermanos, 40, 28. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. No ha sabido, no ha oído que el Dios del siglo de Jehová, el cual crió los términos de la tierra. Y se trabaja, no se fatiga. Con cansancio, cansancio y su entendimiento, no hay quien lo alcance. Mira cómo te está diciendo, hermanos, no sabes. Don't you know this? Know who your God is. Look at that. Can you imagine that? You imagine? Don't you know who your God is? I can almost see David right now, right? As I, standing in front of all the Israelis. Don't you know who your God is? You think this Philistine, you think this, this person has anything? Do you know who your God is? I take this verse like that. Verse 29. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. El da esfuerzo al cansado y multiplica las fuerzas al que no tiene ninguna. Listen to that, brothers and sisters. We could be here, but we could be without strength. We could be here right now, and we feel void. We feel empty. And it's him that's going to fill us up. It's him that's going to renew us. The moment that we recognize that we need this, the moment that we realize that we need him in our lives is the moment it starts to happen. It starts to happen that quick. You don't believe me? You don't believe me? Okay, I, I understand that. I understand that. You've been hustled. You've been, you know, people have told you stuff, you know, before. But just try it. Just try it. It's crazy. Just try it. You tried a lot of other stupider things. As seen on TV. <laughs> hey, this thing doesn't work. I saw it on TV. Just try it. There's something powerful when you just try it and you just, you have faith and you believe and you're like, you know what? God said it, I'm going to believe. Ooh, man, there's something different about that moment as we start to walk with him with courage. Amen. Verse 30. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. Los mancibos se, se fatigan y se, se cansan. Los mozos flaquean y caen. Verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Mas los que esperan a Jehová tendrán nuevas fuerzas, levantarán las alas como águilas, correrán y no se cansarán, caminarán y no se fatigarán. 
El momento, hermanos, que entendemos quién es nuestro Dios. The moment that we understand who our God is and we recognize who our God is is when we get the strength. The thing is, is that you've forgotten who God is. You see, the world has a different perspective of God, you know. I can go to Walmart right now and go through the jewelry section and I can find a cross. And that's the world. The world thinks, hey, I got a cross. I got God. Hey, I got God. It's not God. The sad thing is, is that think about all the times you've worn that cross. Or you were doing ungodly things. That's not God. What's God is when you identify and you invite him into your house. There's something different about that moment. You know, if God's outside knocking and he's flashing everything in your life, showing you everything that you have gone through and what you've been through, and he's knocking on the door, every knock brings a memory. If you just keep on staying there with those memories and not let them in to heal you, Hermanos, muchas veces no dejamos que Dios entre en nuestras casas porque cada vez que está sonando, te está recordando del dolor, cosas que Él puede hallar, la volvenza que tenemos, cosas que escondemos en nuestras casas. Yo dije una vez a los jóvenes que dejando a Dios entrar, a veces es du du duro, a veces abrimos la puerta y dicen, ¿Aló? ¿Quién es? ¿Os Dios? Uh, diez minutos. Y cuando, ¡ah, limpia todo! Como son los mexicanos. ¡Ah, limpia todo! Al, alguien está aquí. Están poniendo cosas en el closet y todo, ¿no? Cuando, pero el Señor cuando entra, Él va de, directamente al, al, al uh, donde escondemos todo. He goes straight. He's like, hey, guys, like, hey, how are you doing? He goes straight to it. He goes, what's that? <laughs> you understand that? We're, 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 not, we're not messing with somebody that God knows exactly what the issue is. Now, God wants us to be there and understand, say, God, I got issues. I got problems. I, I've got situ things that come into my mind, and, and I got to communicate these things. I got to talk about these things. I got to verbalize these things. Because, God, I know that you can meet me there and you can remove these things. Meet me there and remove them, God. Amen. Psalms 147.3. El sana a los quebrantados de corazón y liga sus heridas. He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. Now listen to this. There's something else that's breaking your heart. There's something else that's wounding you. It's not God. The sad thing is, is that we experiment this. We know that God does this. We see it, and yet we go back to some of these heartaches. We go back to still being wounded. It's almost like uh, seeing progress, getting up as you're climbing something, and then you slip and you start to come back down. And you realize where you're at and you're looking up there and you're like, man, I was there one time. And there's moments that happen like that in our lives when we don't trust in God enough and, and we have a prodigal son moment, amen? But see, God's merciful, God's gracious. God's never going to hold you and hold you back and say, you're going to stay here, stay here. 
God removes chains. He doesn't put chains on you. But what happens is, see, you, you become slaves of his. How? Because we want to serve him. We want to be around him. But you know what? We, we're slaves without chains. We want to be in his presence. God, I, you know, that's like Paul said. I'm a slave for him now. I was a slave for the world. The world had me, and it beat me and whipped me. I, I, I serve a great master. I serve a God that's good to me, so good to me. It's him that heals us. I'm going to ask the musicians to pass up with this last verse right here. Why don't we all stand up and read this together, brothers and sisters? Leemos este versículo aquí, Primera de Pedro, cinco, siete. Echando toda vuestra soli, sol, solicitud, solicitud, amen, en él. Porque él tiene cuidado de vosotros. Casting all your care upon him. For he careth for you. Now, you know what an algorithm is? Anybody know what an algorithm is? Brother James, what's an algorithm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're, they're, they use algorithms a lot in, uh, in social media. And you'll find yourself as soon as you watched one thing completely, because there's a lot of junk that they'll put in there. But as soon as you watch it, you'll see a couple of things down the same thing. If it's a cat playing a piano, <laughs> guess what? You're going to see cats playing pianos the entire time. Um, and it's awesome when you can change the algorithm. You probably have people scratching their heads when... <laughs> But I, 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 I found myself where now I'm seeing a lot of this one where it's a pretty neat little thing. This, and they, it's, I don't know, maybe they're doing it for cameras or whatever. I don't want to think that way. But it's a, it's a guy that will go up to somebody and say, hey, do you have a dollar? I, I wanted to get a drink and I forgot my wallet at home. And, and you can tell that the people they're going to are not people that have a lot of money. And they probably say, hey. And, or they'll say, hey, I wanted to get something. I mentioned this one before. I wanted to get this for my daughter or something like that. And they'll do an act of kindness, right? And they'll say, here you go. Uh, here's a dollar. Or, or only got $5. Here you go. And they're like, why did you give me $5? You know, I, only, I only needed a dollar. And, and you'll see these people shocked when this guy will say, hey, you know what? You're the first person that told me that. I want to bless you with $500. And then you'll see people start crying, right? Like, you know, there was this lady that started crying and said, I just came from church. You know, I gave my life to God. I changed my life. Tells her testimony. And the person's like, can I give you a hug? Like, yeah, and gives them a hug. And stuff. It makes you feel good, right? But it's awesome when you start to change your algorithm. Right? Because now I'm going to see a lot of those. I saw that way all the way through. Sometimes I'll see it a couple of times because I'm, like, wanting to see the reaction, right? And guess what's happening? My algorithm's changing more. And now the cats or the people falling or whatever it is that's funny and, and we want to do that. Now you start to see more actions like that. Or, and it's crazy. And then, and then it's weird. It's kind of weird, too, because then you start to see some religious things in it. A good 
like somebody getting up there and reading a verse or something like that, and how they tied those two together. It's all, it's all, it's all. But my point in that is that the moment we start to change ourselves and start to do things differently is the moment we start to see different results coming. And all it takes is one. Sometimes it's repeating that one. Sometimes it's doing that same thing over and over again, that one thing, right? There's been a couple of times that I've left it on, and I'll come back to it, and it's still, it's looped. And then finally it just stops, right? It's like, ah. <laughs> the, the The computer or wherever it's at, it's like, ah, evilness. This is too good. <laughs> this is too good. <laughs> I want evilness. I'm kidding, but it stops, right? It'll stop itself. Because it's just, it's repeated itself to death. <laughs> But for us, we have an opportunity to do something different, change something, do something different, do something different. You want to do something different? You want to try this challenge? Just do something different. See if something changes in you, doing something different. Do an act of kindness. Do something different. Oh, look at you. Oh, you're usually never here. Oh, praise God. Oh, we're talking now. Oh, now, you know, this is different. Do something different. And just don't get content with that. Keep on doing that one thing different. And then you'll start to see other things lining themselves up that are different. That's what God wants from us, is to be different, to be somebody that's changing. That's where we see that his, his work was not in vain. Why don't we all pass up, brothers and sisters? We're going to pray. I'm going to ask some musicians to pass on up. It's amazing when God starts to it's amazing when God starts to work in our lives and starts to transform and wants to be a part of our lives. And like I said, it's, it's, it's odd, you know. Um, <laughs> Brother Lorenzo and I were laughing this morning when we heard Brother Anthony, how he said, and everybody used to say this, right? He's like, who told them about me? You know, how many of us went to that face, right? For me, it was like a little bit serious because I was like, Lorenzo said something. Right, because he's my dad, right? And he told he told my dad something, but who told him something? Well, see, God's been telling for a long time through his word. And his word just met the situation, the circumstances in your life. God's word just met something. God spoke into something. We want to pray when we want to ask God, God. What I have found, what I've seen in me, what, I, what you spoke to me in, let me take that with me and let me work with it. Remind me, God, what I felt. Remind me what I saw. Remind me what I, what I, was, what I was feeling, God, that had me thinking differently, trying something differently. It was that, that thing that he said, that one thing that you gave him to say at that moment that made me think about if it was my children, if it was my spouse, if it was whatever it was, my grandchildren, whatever. Whatever it was that God moved the waters, take it with you and ask God, build something with this God. Let's pray, brothers and sisters. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We're asking right now that this precious word that you've given us, Lord, that you've spoken through me, Lord, that you just bless my brothers and sisters, Lord, that you encourage us, Lord, that if we felt something, Lord, if we understood something differently, Lord, if we saw something, Lord, that we hadn't seen before, Father, I ask that we build with this, Lord, that we take this, Lord, that we are encouraged to 
Change the algorithm of our life, Lord, the thing that's so consistent, the insanity, Lord, that happens, Lord, thinking that if we're just the same way, that there's going to be a different result. We want to give to you, Lord, this moment, Lord, this desire that we have. Lord, we do not want to be what's holding back others, Lord. We don't want to be, Lord, that's holding back others, Lord Jesus especially the ones we love, Father. I ask, Father, that right now, Lord, you give us strength, give us wisdom, Lord, uh, that we start to clear out things, Lord, if we're needing to clear out things, Lord, so you can start removing and replacing things, God. You're never a God, Lord, that's going to take away something without leaving something greater behind. You're not a God that's like that, Jesus. Sometimes we don't have the space, Lord, we don't make the space for you, but we want to start making space for you, Lord. That's with removing doubt, removing hurt, removing fears, Lord. Addictions, Lord. We're tired of not feeling good, Father. Because you've called us to be the salt of the earth, the light on the hill. Father, I ask right now that you just give us strength. Let your spirit enter into us, Lord. Start speaking to us, Lord. Start speaking to us. Start, uh, let the Holy Spirit just guide us, Father. Let it direct us, Lord. Let it remove distractions, Lord. Let it remove feelings, Lord. But again, that we can remove this thought, Lord, of just being held back. If we're waiting for somebody to do something differently before we start it, Lord, that's not the way it starts, Lord. It starts with us doing it, Jesus. Help me do it, Father. Help me do it, Jesus. Encourage me to be different, Father. Encourage me, Father, to, to, to step out of a comfort zone, Lord Jesus. But more than anything, Lord, to receive your forgiveness and your love, Lord, and be able to give it. I want to give forgiveness, Lord. I want to give love, Jesus. I want people to see you in me, Jesus. I want, I want uh, uh, moments in life, Lord, that happen, Jesus, for them to see you in me, Jesus, with the action. And I know they're going to come, Jesus. I know it happens, Father. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for your strength, Lord. I thank you for your guidance, Lord. I thank you for the direction that you lead us in, Lord. I ask, Lord, that you just bless my brothers and sisters, those that are recovering from sicknesses, Father, that, that your spirit just reach them right now and heal them, Father. I want you to heal them, Jesus. I want you to heal them, Jesus. I want you to heal them, Father. I want you to give them confidence, Lord. I want you to give them a belief, Father, that you're still real, that you're still speaking to them, Lord Jesus. Sometimes we feel, Lord, that, that, that we can't see you or hear you, Lord Jesus, because we're too comfortable, Father. And sometimes moments happen in our lives, Lord, of discomfort to get us back close to you, Jesus. Father, bless the church, Lord. Bless this ministry, Lord. Thank you for your protection, Lord. I ask, Lord, that you just continue to uh, bless us, Lord, as we drive on the roads, as our kids go to uh, work to schools, Lord Jesus, that we, we, we put it in your hands, Father. Take care of them, Lord. Lead their hearts, Lord. Guide their hearts, Jesus. Forgive us, Father, if we haven't been the best examples to our kids, Lord. Forgive us if we haven't been the best examples to our spouses, to our families, Jesus, to friends, to coworkers, Lord. Forgive us, Jesus, if we've slipped up, Jesus. Forgive us, Father. But right now that we start, Lord, a different path, that we start something different, Jesus. Because we don't want to be held back anymore, Father. We want to be taken by your hand, Lord, and be guided by you, Jesus. Guide us, Father.
Protect us, Lord, as we make our way home, Lord, and wherever we may be going, Lord Jesus. If you're starting this relationship, this conversation with us, Lord, we look forward to everything you have for us, Lord, and we ask this, Lord, in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen.